I respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugambeh language region, the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, and pay my respects to their elders past and present, and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. Welcome to Miss Inclusivity, the podcast. I am joined today by the lovely Nikita. Some of you might be familiar with her from the first episode that we did together. Hello, Nikita. Welcome. Hello, Bridget. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited. Um, Some of you also may notice that the, uh, you would say chemistry as such between us might be a little bit different Um, (laughs) because ever since we did that last podcast, a lot has changed, hasn't it? I think that I you know what's funny every time you come so Bridget comes into my classroom a lot and every time people are like how do you know her and I'm like literally from a podcast and we didn't know each other ever before that and I think it's insane that we met via Instagram literally through Instagram and then we did the podcast together and then it's just snowballed from there it's actually crazy, crazy. um so, so because we you introduced yourself last time as to like you know your what made you want to be a teacher what your highlight um was and what your low moment of teaching was how about you give us a yeah. basic rundown of what's been happening since you graduated as a teacher oh mate what hasn't been happening like seriously the last year and a half has been absolutely insane like my partner said to me the other day he goes wow you've been a teacher for a year and a half I was like man it feels like so much longer yeah, like wow. the amount of stuff we I have done since graduating like last year was just the best year ever like I had the best experience coming into the teaching world as a graduate I had the best support the best kids the best family the best environment and I think that just nurtured and fostered everything that I've done since then I think and then this year has just been a whirlwind of an experience like this year I've just got the best class as you know like oh they are just the best kids in the whole world like they really are my best friends like and when I'm not at school um as soon as I come back they're like Miss Lee how was your how was your weekend what did you do or like, oh, where did you get, I love your outfit. Where is that from? And like, they're just like the best kids. And obviously you know that. Yeah, like, they're the best. They just, oh, the best. And I think having another really great class, really great family has been insane. Like, what have we done this year? Like, I, I mean, a big thing that we've had this year is different. Um, I think actually, let's side note back to the start of last year. It was the first year of kindy at my school. So yeah. now that we're in the second year, we're doing it like different and bigger and better. Like every time we do something, it's like next level, which I think yeah. is really cool too. Like I'm able to build and stuff. Like I feel like I've done so much, but I can't even put it into words because of how much we've already done. Yeah, because it's then, like this last down, year was like the test year and now this year you've gone yeah. back and you guys are able to build on what you do because obviously last year was a test run for not only yourself, but the literal school as well. Like the school hadn't had a kindy Literally. before. And the, for those no. who are listening in New South Wales, what we mean by kindy is essentially like kindergarten. Like, oh, no, because you guys, they call kindergarten prep. So it's basically yeah, okay. like before kindergarten. It's basically like preschool yeah. in New South Wales. So they didn't have one before yeah. that. So the last year was a test run for you as a graduate. And it was also a test yeah. run for the school of how the kindy would go. And obviously they loved yeah. it because, you know, they're stuck with you now. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm, I just, I feel like it's just been so great for the school. Like obviously I just came in, but not seeing like just my kids progressing from last year and then they're now in prep and it's like, wow, they're actually doing way better than I thought they would. And like, I'm so proud of them. And I think that's a really special thing about being uh, like a pre-prep before school 
environment in a school environment because then you can see them go off like when I was at CNK I would just leave them after a year every year it'd be a new group of kids and I would never see where they go yeah but like now I can pop over the fence and be like hey how you going and like what are you doing and I can talk to their teachers and be like how's such and such going and I think that's probably like really cool I think it's um, awesome. I think it's so good. And it's so essential because it gives them the structure um, of essentially like what a school day would be like because they follow the bell times yeah. and everything as well. Whereas if they go to just say like a, a out of like out of zone early learning center sort of thing, it is, yes, they still tr- try and provide structure to the day, but you know, these kids are getting used to bells and all those sorts of things. So it's not yes. like a big thing when they go into prep it's you know all there and ready for them and it's the best building yeah. block honestly I feel like that your kindergarten classes really sold me on like taking my kids to like a pre-prep or kindergarten before prep me too. it really sets them yeah. up yeah no I'm exactly the same boat as you like before all of this I never thought I'd be like super into a like a kindy in a school environment like you look at it as very like oh no that'll be too structured or that'll be too this but in reality your kids are still getting to play but they're getting just enough structure that when they go to prep they're not going to be sad all the time or freaked out because they know the teachers and they know the environment and they know where they're going and yeah like you said it's just like a natural like transition and a streamline and like really makes it easy a hundred percent and you don't essentially have for the prep teachers it's not like a blank canvas as such because you don't really have that much information on the students you're just basing it that's why I couldn't imagine myself as a graduate going into prep that would be so difficult for me terrifying like I I think kindy's totally different to prep because prep is you're the first year of the curriculum in Queensland like that's the first year you're doing like the heavy hard-hitting stuff I feel like I would have drowned like having seen it because yeah it's just like totally new world hey totally new world absolutely um so the focus for this podcast that we're talking about today is more of life outside of teaching so what we do basically outside of the teaching hours whether that's you know for me for instance I just came from back from after school care any of those sorts of things and um even what we get up to in school holidays which is perfect because we just finished school holidays now but Mm. the main thing that obviously has changed since we last spoke to you is that you obviously now have a side hustle and side business that you're taking up a lot of your time outside of teaching so give us give us the whirlwind give us the wrap up of what's been happening in the keats world okay so this business man this is a crazy whirlwind this literally happened because my boss and i were having a conversation one lunchtime and she's like you know i've got business idea and I was like man I've always wanted to do it too and then every lunch break for like two weeks we were just talking about this ideas that we had for a business and then one day I think it was like the end of term one and I was just like you know what I'm just going to try it and and see what happens so I did up my first design which was the big like activity planner because at that stage I was like oh you know, kidney, what can I do for kidney? Because actually my partner, he was the one that was like, why don't you start making resources for people to use like at home that, you know, might not know how to plan for like homeschool. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then that's why that activity plan happened. So I made it and I got it printed. And then by the start of April, I just had this business and it just kind of happened like genuinely. That's the first time I have never pre-planned anything. Like usually I like spend ages researching and like 
like sitting on it for like a long time but yeah. not this I just kind of, I remember messaging you and I remember being like okay I've done it like I've just yeah. I've ordered my piece of product and I was so scared like yeah oh my gosh it was terrifying. I think because we were both going like, through it at the same time we were both just like oh my yeah. god I think we were both starting up the business at the same time we we're both like okay this could either flop or it could go really really well and then yeah. obviously for you it's just taken off hasn't it because you started off with the kindy planet and now it's just branched out into yeah. more than that basically so it started as the activity planner and then a couple like printables so then I created a website for it um and then I made the little pocket notes observational pocket notes which is actually my bestseller to date um I've sold over 50 of all of the different designs in total yeah of the pocket notes and when I first ordered it yeah yeah when I first ordered it I ordered a super low quantity like I'm telling you like 10 because I didn't think any of this was ever going to happen yeah so I ordered super low quantities of everything and then I think it was within three weeks I sold out of those 10 I was like okay like that's you know pretty decent so then I ordered more and I did it and then I started I was like okay maybe I'll just do a different design and then the leafy dreams collection came out um in when would that be like end of May or something that sold really quickly yeah. like I basically there's a couple of girls on Instagram that I talked to and they're like what about a leafy one like that's my classroom theme and I was like yeah okay like that's you know pretty decent um and that sold really quickly like I bought so many pens and they sold out within two days and my mom was like are you joking and I was like no like pens are you jo-? like what and I think mm. every time something sells out or every time I get like six orders within like half an hour, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? And you kind of hope that that's what you want to get to at some point, but it's happened a lot faster. And I truly like believe it's because one, I have so many supportive people that every time they buy something, they share it. And then their friends and followers are like, oh, that's a really cool idea. And I don't know even if I've told you this yet, but I had one of my mums from last year. She... Uh, she's a, a, like similar age to me and we always have a really like nice re- um, relationship and she was like oh you're doing a business and I told her it and then she went and told every single parent from my class last year and then I had all of these parents order and That's I remember so being nice. so right I remember being like oh my gosh like wow they're like and they all messaged me like nice little notes in the checkout being like I'm so proud of you Nikita like this is so amazing I'm giving it to my friends and it was just like really sweet that I had so many people I didn't think would even support it support it you know it's what I mean the best, like, isn't it yeah 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 and I, oh, that's you, so you nice. the same thing too with you yeah definitely yeah it's weird because you see like especially because I was really really nervous about it and mine was a bit more of a process because I had to like yeah pick out what I wanted to do and I remember being so so picky with my first collection because I was like oh I kind of want it to be like not too out there but I still want it to be like you know you look at it and you can be like that's Miss Inclusivity's lanyard like I did because there's so many lanyards out there and same thing for you like there's Mm -hmm. so many stationary out there but you just want to try and yeah be different and um yeah. then for my second one I was like I don't even care anymore I'm just like I'm just gonna whip out whatever I can and I was it's still yep. like it's weird because you see everybody share it and stuff you're like oh like they're just yes. sharing it like they're not gonna do whatever and then people end up buying and it's just it's crazy because and then you see your products and what you put so much passion into and you just see it like out in the real world 
And it's just like, nah, that's, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Because like you put so much time and effort into your teaching and what you're focused on for that, let alone, did you know that you could have like a side hustle at the same time, apart from just like digital resources as such? Because obviously that's the most popular side hustle that everybody does. Um, Yeah, exactly. But this is like brilliant because- I know I don't know if many people know, but like TBT takes so much. It's beyond a joke. Mm-hmm. So that's why no, it is. It's insane. It's actually crazy. So that's why it's nice yeah. to be able to branch out and do other things. But whilst TBT is like the best place ever to go for resources and find other things, but having physical products that you see people using is yes. just a whole new level. Totally next level. Like I'm gonna say with your lanyards as well, my kids know when it's your lanyard. Like <laughs> I I literally have a bunch of different ones from like people that I've that have gifted me or just other people that I've worked with before. And every time I wear yours, my kids are like, oh, is that Miss Kenty's lanyard? And I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, has she made you a new one yet, Miss Lee? And like, Bless them. I'll add this in. Yeah. Bless them. <laughs> I'll add this and in there's, one of my. There's one that one girl in your I, class. Oh, I was going to say she that. <laughs> is, she kills me. So for the listeners at home, every time I go and visit, um, uh Nikita's class basically I walk in there and she just this one student just expects a new lanyard just to come out of nowhere because she draws them up for me she draws these templates up and then she draws on them and she expects like it to be the next day and I try to explain to her I was like look okay darling I've got to draw it up on my iPad first which is what I do and then I have to send it to my manufacturer which I just tell her like it's a big factory and they've got to make it and all these sorts of things and she's just like but why where is it I gave it to you. It should yeah. be here. It's just like, oh, <laughs> darling, I'm trying to explain the big wide world to you and it's it's, oh. it's going in one ear and out the other, but it will come. Her time will come. Um, but yeah, oh, obviously man. the business has kept you busy. What else did you get up to in the school yeah. holidays that kept you busy over, not busy, but you know, what you got up to in the life outside of teaching? Nothing teacher related. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> teacher related. You know what? That's actually, I think I'm better now at not doing teacher-related stuff than I was when I was a pre-service teacher. When I was a pre-service teacher, teaching would take up all of my time and I would genuinely love it. But now as a teacher in the classroom, these holidays are like the best to just do nothing or to wake up and then lay in bed two hours and then be like, okay, I'm going to go to the shop today and buy a new outfit, which is what I did the last two days. Because let's be real on here, I was really sad about going back to work and I'm very fortunate that I got to have three weeks holidays this time I was very fortunate and I can never stress that enough like I totally know how lucky I am to have that however I was so sick in term two like these holidays were needed for me like I was sick half the time like Bridget took my class for a week because I had COVID mm-hmm. and then two weeks two or three weeks later I had two days off and then the end of the term I had another two days off like I was just so sick so these holidays were so needed for me to just do nothing or do whatever I wanted to do so I went shopping a lot I bought new outfits to make myself be like yes I can't wait to go back to school um I definitely took yeah yeah exactly I definitely took the time to like binge a lot of tv shows like I started watching a show that's got six seasons I started watching Scandal and I'm already halfway through season four so that's how much I've sat in front of the tv (laughs) just doing nothing and letting my body yeah because yeah. like, how can we keep going if we just keep going and doing stuff on the holidays? Like, it's physically impossible. Like, did you find your yourself just... not resetting as much when you were a graduate? I, I yes. So last year was. So I think I've always had the mentality that I don't want to um, ever go into like 
you know, like into the school holidays or into the weekend with anything carrying on from the next week of work. Like I really time manage well. Last year I got, I was trying to get my head around, around that. And I think by July last year, I was like, okay, yep. Like I, I've got my time management down pat, but being a graduate as well, there's all the extra stuff that I had to do that I don't have to do this year. If that makes sense, like learning how to write transition statements, learning how to do the planning and programming that my school expects of me, learning how to do all this other stuff. And I think this year, now that I know what I'm doing, there's a lot less that I have to like manage in the more admin paperwork and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, if I want to do stuff, I will, but 99.9% of the time I don't. Like for instance, last term was a reporting term. Do you find that you smashed out reports a lot quicker than yeah. you did last year? So much quicker. Um, I think I did. I knew about it. When did I know? So I was like, I knew that term two and term four. And I think because I had COVID, I literally started doing my report templates when I had COVID in week two, because I was yeah. like, okay, I know I'm going to have this whole week off. And then I think our reports were due like week eight. They were so, so I think early. Mine was done so early it was ridiculous you were here yeah it was crazy and then you guys do like assessment it will will, obviously that wouldn't have mattered for kindy but um the like assessments were in week seven and I started my placement so for those who are playing at home I ended up having my placement at um Nikita's school so that's how I was going in and out of Nikita's class all the time and that's why we're so lucky to see you every day (laughs) (laughs) so so lucky so I started in week four of the term for my placement and assessment was in week seven and reports were due week eight it was actually crazy absolutely crazy insane hey like it went it went yeah <laughs> sorry my partner just came in guys he was just putting something suspect like on the bed like oh, came in sneakily like through the door but like hey here you go we have a side character here oh, the main so- character energy though um yeah, yeah no right. that's but yeah you so you know you know these things and I feel like that's like mm-hmm. a thing that can happen for any teacher who starts at a new school though because you need to find how the yes. school runs and then niche and that's the thing that yep, I really definitely. noticed the difference about between my two last placement schools. Like my placement, what I did in October versus the school that I did just recently, like it's so, so different. And obviously any teacher, yeah. not only just a graduate, but a teacher going into like a new school won't have as much time on their hands and they will still having to be no. like learning new things because they've got to find how they work and operate. But so in the spare time, obviously, you know, you binge watch, you took the time to reset. Obviously, your business obviously took a lot of time. Is that correct? Yeah. So I think the reason I'm through so many episodes of the TV show is because I did sit in front of the TV with my laptop and every now and then I would update the website or I'd send email stuff. Like I think as well, if you guys are thinking about doing a business, make sure you like Google literally google what do i need to know for my business because there's so many other things that i didn't even realize you know like email marketing and like setting up a bunch of different prompts so people know when stuff is happening and just always formatting your like your website to make it then mobile appropriate i didn't know that can you believe that i'm it's so, so hard. stupid oh it's yeah it's i didn't like really, a lot yeah it's a lot and like, it's like I, yes you can go and pay for like somebody to set up your website for you mm. and it's just like I, I where's the fun in that though yeah and like obviously you can sit there and you can negotiate with them but it's 
like that's an extra cost and starting up a business is expensive. Like it's, you yes, do have like definitely. all these extra costs. So yeah. like it's it, at the start and obviously when you're still, you know, making up the money and then waiting for profits to come in, then yes. would be the appropriate time to get somebody to do your website for you. But exactly. if it's authentic and it's from the business owner, why wouldn't you want to like drive to purchase from exactly. it? Exactly. So yeah, like I, when people find I out agree. that I actually draw up my own lanyards myself, they're like, oh, yes. I didn't know that you do that. And it's I, like, didn't, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. I, I drew no it up appropriate. Told me. I know. Yeah. It's actually until then I started showing it and show that, you know, Christian can sit there and bloody draw up a dinosaur lanyard. It's just so good and that is going to be I'm so excited for that because oh did I tell you I'm actually doing dinosaurs in this term so you better hurry up so I can wear one while I'm I'm teaching I'm trying my best because honestly like yeah Christian really just wants that to get it up and running like even here the kids at school are designing them for me too this is one she's like you need to do apples because it's so tea tree but I'm like okay yeah I can (laughs) But I'm trying to figure out because my mind's always ticking. And that's what I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we're the same because your mind just does not stop. Like you're saying that you sit there in front of the TV, but at least the positive thing is you're thinking about your business and you're not thinking about teaching. Because I see that so much on Instagram that teachers aren't really taking their break. And it's really hard to not, you know, get your planner out and start planning for the next term because obviously like you have to do that. But Mm-hmm. I don't know I like I'm, I'm saying this all hypothetically because I'm not a graduate teacher yet but I just want to make yeah. sure I time manage very well because I don't want to be taking anything over the top of my head into the holidays and I think that could be like honestly you could do a whole podcast series on that topic alone because I think it's never spoken about enough that we need to take this time it's okay for us to not want to go back to school after the holidays it's okay for us to look forward to the holidays even though it's week five and your life not even there yet like I think there's the whole stigma that because we get so much time not at school working at school that we can't be like sad or um, we can't be doing anything else but just relaxing and enjoying our holidays when in reality like we do so much more mental and mental work from the hours that we are at school like my capacity to talk to anyone after school, like you and me talking right now is the most I've spoken since I left school. Like okay. it took me like three hours to just be on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've got to have that fine balance and whatever works for everyone, everyone just needs to find where they go. And mine's definitely my business. Like that's my relaxing time. Like even though it has sometimes where it's a little bit stressful, um most of the time I'm it's relaxing and it's like a total my brain can like stop and then just go to the business side of it you know like I think I'm I'm guessing that's like most people and why they start businesses and side hustles and things like that because they want a creative outlet and I see that on Instagram people are like Instagram is my creative outlet and TikTok's my creative outlet and you know we need that like we need to have something that makes us just stop thinking about school and work and all of that yeah because honestly like if I sit there enough and just I think this is obviously where the teachers get it from like if I sit there enough I will literally sit there and start thinking about all of my assignments that I have due and everything as well and yeah it's the same thing for teaching you don't want to do that and obviously this is why you got something on the side to keep you busy but um yeah exactly. I think it's it's super important and even like everybody tries to find like their own little routine in the holidays because obviously in the holidays 
you can get yourself mm-hmm. out of routine and but that's okay oh, to slip yeah. in but it's more like yes you just still want to do things to not allow yourself to like pretty much just end up doing teaching work which you don't need to do anyway yeah um, so to summarize essentially to keep yourself busy outside of school to basically stop yourself from thinking about teaching because it's not that you don't want to stop thinking about teaching it's more just have other hobbies outside of teaching I think that's probably the summary really apart from your business do you have any other hobbies legitimately I feel like every time someone asks me that I'm like no like I couldn't even tell you what a hobby is watching tv that's a hobby I do that all the time going shopping and spending all my money yeah that's what I do too like what is a hobby these days I definitely think my, my creative outlet of taking photos and designing products is that's my hobby, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's that's probably mine as well. Yeah. Probably like, oh, don't you do that to touch footage? The gym? Yeah, mine's the gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like on a Wednesday night when I decide it's not too cold or I'm not hurt, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's just like, it's just like not a prerequisite thing. It's just like, oh, if I feel like it. If I feel like it, yeah, I haven't paid to be part of the team. I just kind of show up if I want. <laughs> if you feel like it, it's just like an extra little outlet. If I feel like it, amazing. But yeah, amazing. I think it's so important. So important, guys. Find yourself a hobby, something that makes you so happy. One hundred percent. I totally agree as well. Well, thank you so much, Nikita, for coming on the podcast. Oh. You're so welcome. Fun as always. (laughs) Always fun. And thank you guys for tuning in this week as well. We love listening to your feedback on the podcast as well. Um, You can find Nikita on Instagram at tell us your little handle. Kitty with Keats is my teaching Instagram and Keats the Collective is my business. We love that. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week.